0: It's Tuesdays with Aaron. Here's Jason Wilde with Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers on ESPN Wisconsin. It is the Aaron Rodgers show, Tuesdays with Aaron. Season four. Do we have a cliffhanger at the end of last season or anything that we need to address?
1: I can't believe it's been four seasons.
0: It feels like a lot more. And we more, still hasn't... don't
1: have the camera in here.
0: <laughs> I thought we did, and you just didn't tell anybody about it. How you doing? Good. Thanks for coming back for another year.
1: Yeah. Did I have a choice?
0: <laughs> you are may... <laughs> 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 you're, you're, you're nothing if not a man who honors a contract, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, um, it's frustrating that uh, we haven't got the camera in here yet. But maybe uh, next season. It was interesting. You, know, you and I uh, uh, did an event the other day. And did just a kind of a straw poll of the uh, people sitting around uh, of who actually listened to the show, and none of them did. So that's just a small slice of the population. Um, I don't so think if you listen the out there, we appreciate you, and we hope you enjoy the show this year. Uh, and thank you for hanging on with us.
0: <laughs> um, they really just hang on for you, let's be honest. So, uh, what's this week like for you? Um, Appreciate you making this work. It's Tuesday. The show. I yeah. know it's a little challenging. It's not a regular Tuesday, obviously. It's like a pseudo
1: Friday. It is. Yeah. Can you spell pseudo? Uh P-S- Don't even try. Okay. Yep. Okay. But, uh, yeah, pseudo Friday. So we did our stay program today. What does that mean? I'm not telling. It's, it's uh, competitive advantages. Okay. Yeah. But
0: you've definitely changed the schedule. Mike McCarthy has. I didn't know. Mike did, your yes. Your team has, yes. yes. Uh, you're practicing on the day before a game, generally right. Saturday.
1: Launch Saturdays.
0: Uh, is that what we're calling that? Yes, Maybe.
1: we just made it up. <laughs> no, actually, I didn't make it up. That's what it's called.
0: Um, what do you think of the uh, newfangled schedule?
1: I'll tell you in a few weeks. I like it. I like the I like the Friday schedule. I think it's good. Uh, it it kind of trains the guys to take care of their body and in, in uh, a little bit better. Some stuff that you learn as you get a little older in the league. So it's good for the young guys to to practice uh, doing maintenance stuff. Uh, there's various things you can uh, you can choose from to. Uh, Kind of do some body maintenance on this day, and and uh, then also there's a lot of uh, you know mental preparation that goes on.
0: You're um you're a guy who likes facts and information, and uh, you, if if you're doing something, you want to know why. Um, it sounds like the reasoning behind this too is that. Uh, if you talk to runners, etc., before a big race, they'll actually work out the day before, as opposed to taking two full days off. Do you, do you feel? Good?
1: Have you interviewed any runners lately? Is it? Is no, it? but
0: I've read okay. a lot, and I did interview Randall Cobb, who used to be a runner. Ah, oh,
1: I thought you might be uh, have maybe a new running gang together, and you guys just go around running and talking about. Yeah, it's cause it's, about, it's uh, helping a lot with my yes.
0: physique, as you noticed during practice yes. recently. Um,
1: Nice shorts, by the way. Thanks. Very nice. A little Thank bit you. longer. Yep.
0: That's kind of a nice shade of steel blue you've chosen today. Um, okay. So what? You, again, just in terms of your body and how you feel going into this first game, regardless of how the schedule is, how do you feel? Yeah,
1: I feel good. You know, made it through the preseason healthy, and that um, yeah, was good. Uh, good training camp. We we practiced at a high uh, high level, you know, with uh, good efficiency and a lot of plays running during our practices, and and uh, had a chance to do some good things on the field in preseason, score some touchdowns. It's always good, but uh, yeah, now it really counts, you know. Now we got uh, defending champs on the road, uh, tough environment, and uh, the the wins and losses count now.
0: How do you feel going into this? Like I, I mean.
1: My body feels good. Yeah, it was good training camp. Um,
0: No, 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 emotionally. Like, um, is it just another game, or do you allow yourself to get a little bit more worked up? You mentioned that it's against the defending champs. It's the kickoff game. Is it different than any other opener? I think you know
1: the answer to this one already.
0: Sometimes reporters ask those questions that they know the answers to. What is that called? I don't know what's that. What is it called?
1: Rhetorical questions, possibly. Um
0: Well, I don't really want. If it was a rhetorical question, I wouldn't want you to even answer
1: it. Well, I feel like you don't. You just kept talking even when I was trying to start uh, answering the question.
0: We're right in midseason form. We are.
1: You know, that's impressive. Uh, can't say the same for yourself. But uh, this is, uh, you know, this one matters obviously. Uh, first game of the year. You know, you're playing uh, national TV. A great opponent. Um, as, as they, uh, I'm sure they're going to unveil some sort of banner or something. Uh, yeah, you know, we. I think we did the same thing uh, a few years back, and the place will be rocking. It always is. Uh, it will be a good test for us. See where we match up against. Uh, you know, for sure, one of the top teams in the league.
0: Is there any value to having played in this game before as the home team, that it was coming off the Super Bowl, or not at all?
1: Well, that was uh, that was the year of the lockout, which was nice, <laughs> um, and and there was a lot of talk, if you remember, about how rusty everybody's going to be and blah 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 uh you made
0: your position very clear that night
1: yeah that was that was a great game you know uh new orleans was a was a solid team that year and um and uh you know we we went down right to the last uh last play of the game there so i know it was exciting for the fans and the people watching you know it's different because you're it's the first game of the year but i think it does help you out schedule wise down the road you know we have uh um, basically, uh, a bye in, in week eight and two kind of mini buys with this one. We get the you know, some time off this weekend. Play uh, Minnesota on a Thursday as every team plays on Thursday now and get some time off after that one. And then our bye uh, being uh, right in the middle of the season is good for us. So the schedule is is uh, a little better than last year where we went, you know, three games by and then 13 in a row. Um, but uh, it's definitely not easy.
0: What about, um, Mike McCarthy made a comment at the end of the Chiefs game that he, this is the best he has felt coming out of the preseason. Do you feel that way? Um, what kind of vibe do you get from this team?
1: I think it's, it's a different team. You know, it's every every year is different with personnel and coaches and and the way you come together. Uh, I thought it was fun uh, fun training camp. We uh, you know, we started to see some uh, some chemistry forming and. And, uh, you know, we had some injuries, which, uh, which hurts, you know, when you have, uh, JC go down and Don Barclay go down and, uh, you know, that's, that's always difficult. But, uh, I think the guys have come together and, and people have started to extend the more themselves and, and realize they have a greater leadership opportunities. Young guys are starting to, to grow up and, and, uh, you know, make some plays and it's more natural now, uh, when they are.
0: What an incredible discussion everyone just missed. Ugh. The best segment in the show's history, no, I think.
1: No idea where we left off there, but...
0: Uh, I do. That's the only reason you have me here. Mm. Um, you were talking about how you... That uh, was amazing, though. It was. It yeah. was. Great job. Great Thank job. You. Um, you. Yes. You were talking about the young guys. I don't know where they lost us, but um, you were talking about yes, the young guys having a, a rookie center, a rookie tight end, a rookie number four wide receiver, and what I was asking you when you gave such an incredible answer, now you'll try to replicate it. Um, was You made some comments in the last couple of weeks, um, one about the young guys needing to catch up, and then one um, about guys, if they don't know where they're supposed to be and they're not you can't trust them to be where they need to be, that you don't want them on the field. Um, how have you seen guys respond to that challenge? And, and maybe what was your thought process in saying those things?
1: Well I think those those are just kind of blanket statements uh, that uh, you have to be able to trust the guys uh, you know especially young guys if if uh, guys who play through injury, they're always prepared. I think about a guy like a j Hawk on defense who um, you know rarely misses time. Uh, on the field or in practice, and there's a reason that he's uh, able to get the defense lined up every time. There's a reason he's consistently making plays. He's all-time leading tackler, I believe. Now, uh, it's because he practices all the time. He prepares the right way, and he's available. and he And he does uh, he does things in practice that carry over in the game. And in order to be a uh, guy who you can count on, you have to be able to make uh, quick adjustments in practice when we're going through our drill work. Uh, or even uh, just in fundamental periods, uh, whether it's a quick check or a uh, adjustment to a route that we talked about uh, during a meeting that day, or maybe a meeting the previous week. But uh, you have to be able to, uh, to show the coaches and, and myself in practice so that you can get it done, uh, in order for us to, to feel comfortable having you on the field uh, in uh, in clutch situations.
0: What, what do you think of Richard Rogers, uh, your long lost brother? Um, how do you feel about him, especially considering, you know, the the rapport that you built with Jermichael and, and him not being in the mix now?
1: Yeah, Richard has done a really nice job. He's a smart guy. He should be. He's from Cal. Uh, but he's a smart guy who, uh, who runs uh, very nice routes. Uh, I don't think he's... Uh, you know he he dropped like one ball that was high this year uh, in in training camp It was like a, a high ball that he dropped and and it was surprising because you hadn't seen him drop a ball the entire camp so he's got great hands he has a good feel for um the soft spots and zones uh but you know he's a guy who you're going to you're going to want to uh, get uh, get a couple throws to him at some point to uh, to get him feeling comfortable but um no, I think those guys just need to remember that it's it's the NFL but they belong here. You know, there's for every young player myself included there there's a uh, kind of an I belong moment where you you make a play or you uh, make a throw, um, absorb a hit, make an extra move or a stiff arm or something that just kind of lets you know that you belong at this level in this game and everybody needs to have that moment. Uh it's it's a big confidence uh, jump that kind of takes place in your mind and and hopefully for those guys, uh, those are moments that will happen uh, this week in this game. I think about last year with uh, Jared Boykin, who hadn't had a ton of time in the game. And uh, this might not have been his first I belong moment, but he caught a just a quick uh, a quick pass against Baltimore after he really didn't play in the first few games uh, at all. And made a guy miss and ended up going down the field for 40 or 50 yards. And after that, you saw kind of a different player, and he kind of took off. And I don't know if that was his individual I belong moment, but uh, we all have needed it or, or needed at some point to uh, to give us that extra confidence boost that we all, I think, played with in college because everybody on the team uh, was one of the top players, if not the top player at their school. Right. Then they get to the, the Packers here, the NFL, and you kind of go back to the bottom of the order. you got to work your way up, but uh, ultimately it's still football. It's still... Uh, running, passing, catching, blocking, breaking tackles, doing the things that you've done your entire life, but everybody needs that moment where they really feel like they belong.
0: We we know what you have in Jordy. We know what you have in Randall. Uh, Boykin came on last season when he had the opportunity. When you look at the tight end position, though, how important is that for you as a quarterback and, and in Mike's offense uh, to your productivity, that you, you have a guy that you can count on there, or guys, plural, maybe?
1: Well, we've always had to have a few guys to count on. Uh, and, and guys who need to make plays in certain situations with the type of personnel that we like to, to roll through at different times. Uh, you always need a couple guys who could, uh, uh get open and make plays. But, um, you know, it just kind of depends. I think, you know, we're going to be, uh, a different offense every year. It's, it's different things that you try and work on and utilize your talent to, to the best of their abilities. And we have a strong backfield this year with, with Eddie James and Dewan and, and John lead blocking uh, that we, we haven't had that kind of, uh, stable of backs here, probably in my time. Uh with the consistency that each of those guys could be a starter, I think, at uh, at any team. Uh and it's fun to see James come on the way that he did last year when given opportunities and he has been very consistent since then. Uh with his uh you know his running style and his finishing and his uh his pass protecting as well. Uh DeWan uh getting his legs underneath him and looking like the player that he was really in the uh, San Francisco playoff game from a few years back uh, where he's able to make guys miss and break tackles and and pass protect and, and look like himself. With his um, running style, it's, it's different, you know, it, uh, his ability to make guys miss and to jump cut the way he does. And then Eddie is just, uh, you know, an all-around really talented guy with his, uh, his physical style of running, but he also has... Uh, has a great agility and he's done a great job in the passing game. So you got to get those guys the football and they get them touches and and then other than that, you, you throw it to the the guy who's most open.
0: You, you sat in that chair two years ago and we talked a lot about how you were seeing a lot of two shell defenses. I know not from Seattle specifically, but from a lot of teams um, daring you guys to run the ball and saying they were going to take away your downfield passing game. Then you sat there last year while you were sidelined. And we talked about how many eight-man boxes Eddie was seeing. Do you allow yourself to get excited about the possibility of what your offense could do with both of you on the field for 16 games?
1: Well, I think you got to take it uh, one week at a time, and, and uh, you know, see how it goes uh, as far as how teams want to play us. You know, we saw a lot more one-high last year, but. Uh you know, I don't think it's going to change a whole lot this week. Seattle enjoys uh, allowing those safeties to roam, and it's uh, you know it's most of the time a one-high with the corners. Uh, you know, often playing some man coverage outside, and they're very talented corners. I mean, the secondary and defense is as good as you're going to see in the league. And um, yeah, but you have to try and find ways to run the football when you can. And, and in the passing game, you got to be very accurate against a team like this because the windows are smaller when you have. Uh, Guys like Thomas and Chance who can fly around the way they do, and and then the you know guys outside who can cover uh, as well as they do. The, the windows are pretty small.
0: Obviously, the other player that we probably should talk about is Corey Lindsley, who'll start at center after he lost J.C. Treader. Looks like Treader will be out about six weeks with that knee injury. How is your connection? Oh, really? uh, yeah. Are You hoping it's less?
1: I just I always marvel at you media types and your prognostications we have on injuries.
0: We have sources. Yeah, that's a joke. Um, Go ahead. How is your connection with uh, with Corey and 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 how's his butt height and sweat ratio?
1: Corey's doing a good job. Uh, you know, he's a smart smart guy. He's played center uh, the majority of uh, of his uh, football career. Um, yeah, he's getting he's getting more comfortable. Uh, when he, he can't help. We get a little more comfortable when you're working with uh, Josh and TJ every day. They like to keep it light, but uh, they're also very focused when the uh, when the practice begins. But uh, Corey's been doing a good job. He's very well coached, um, and uh, you know, by you know, Campy was a center, so it helps having uh, having him in his ear every day. And I've been helping him, and uh, Josh and TJ right next to him with the, with the calls definitely helps. So we just need him to settle into a, to a rhythm once he gets out there. So he's, he's a strong a strong uh, player and. And we expect them to play well.
0: Besides uh, the ending from a couple of years ago, what else do you remember from that game that in any way could be useful this time around? T.J. Lang had said that you guys knew it was going to be loud, but maybe didn't know quite how loud it was going to be.
1: Well, I mean, I I think some of us knew how loud it was going to be. We played there a few years before that and uh, actually beat them uh, in, uh, in a close game. Uh, but uh, you know it's it's a tough place to play. It's it's so very loud there, and and their defense uh, flies around. Uh, you know every every position they're quick and athletic on the edges and, and the linebacker crew and the, obviously the safeties fly around and make a lot of plays. So uh, you have to be uh, you have to be very accurate. You have to execute well, and and uh, I think you have to go in realizing that it, uh, you know it's going to be uh, a few plays here and there. They're going to make the difference in the game and. And you try not to turn the football over, so you give yourself and your defense and special teams a chance to switch field position from time to time. And uh, you got to put points on the board in the in the red zone. there. I believe we're number one last year in the red zone, uh, TD percentage, and that, uh, that that's a staple of a good defense where they're holding you to three when you get down there. So when you get down there, you got to you got to get seven, and and you can't turn the football over.
0: What's um in what ways does the noise have an effect? I mean. Um Alex Van Pelt was saying yesterday that it doesn't really impact the no huddle per se because in, it's almost better that you guys are using hand signals when it's loud like that. So, in what ways is it just the, them getting off a split second faster than your guys, or how does it impact things?
1: Well, we'll see. You know, it definitely helps. Uh, I think the defense get uh, get a you know a little bit quicker reaction off the ball when the ball snapped, um, and it's tough to hear. Uh, you know, when you're trying to uh, to make adjustments there's not going to be a lot of uh my yelling that, that might get heard so you have to go to some non-verbal communication stuff but you know we're going to try and do what we do and make it work and you know, I think you have to have a lot of respect for uh for the fans i mean they they know when to cheer they cheer really loud and and they keep a rock in there the entire game so you got to you know just like any road game you have to try and start fast to Take the crowd uh, a little bit out of it, which even a little bit, uh, a Seattle crowd that's a little bit out of it is still probably louder than most crowds around the league. So, uh, you just you just realize it's going to be a loud game, and you got to can't let that uh, be an excuse.
0: A couple more things before we get to the scouting report on the Seahawks and the Ask Aaron questions, which are back for another year. Um, Brian Bulaga had a pretty tough outing that last time you guys were there. Mike McCarthy said today that uh, he thought it's good for Brian to go back there. he also missed a lot of time. What's it like to have him back in the mix, and what have you seen from him? Yeah,
1: Brian's a very consistent player. He's a he's a talented guy, strong. He has uh, very good leverage. And, uh, yeah, you know, it was tough for everybody up there last time uh, we played up there. You know, the offense uh, uh, didn't really help our defense out. Uh, and we'd score, uh, score a few more points, and uh, the ending doesn't, uh, doesn't even matter. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm glad to have uh, Brian back. He's. Uh, he's a talented guy. He's a lot of fun to be around, and uh, he. He knows how to play uh, right tackle really well. So we expect him to play well.
0: Um, also, last time, about the last time he played them, the obviously the replacement refs had an impact, um, to say the least during the preseason the regular refs had something of an impact with the penalties that were called you talked a little bit about that do you feel like those new points of emphasis will be factors in this game or did you start to see things kind of for lack of a better term normalized toward the end of the preseason
1: well i mean i think we'll we'll see this is the uh, first game of the year and it's nationally televised so we'll see uh, kind of what they want to do i'm sure they've been uh, they've talked about it uh, how they want to call the games we had uh you know definitely more penalties in the preseason than we've had the last couple of years uh, by um, you know the, the averages but uh, yeah we'll see how they call it once uh, we get out there on Thursday
0: um, you had said to us before the final cuts that you were hoping that both Matt Flynn and Scott Tolzine would make the team and that's how it ended up playing out how how happy were you about that and 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 how nice is it to have your two friends along with you here now
1: well i'm happy for both those guys because they deserve it they played well in the preseason uh you know, they're different guys different personalities but they both uh able to get it done you know uh matt's had a lot of success here and in, in his uh, opportunities and him and i have a good relationship uh, since uh, you know 2008 when he was a rookie and and i was a first year starter uh and then Scott, you know, has come in and, and been uh, been a lot of fun to be around. He he loves football. You know, he's a he's a gym rat. He's in here as much uh, as anybody, and he really is uh, has got into the playbook and and uh, he you know he takes a lot of notes and he, he studies really hard and and you can see the uh, you can see the improvement that he's made. So I'm I'm really happy for him. He had a great preseason and and. Uh,
0: especially with two guys instead of just one. How how are those guys going to help you this season?
1: Well, that's I'm not going to tell you exactly what their roles are. They they might if you if you ask them in a sly way. Uh but uh I'm not that tricky. I know you're not. <laughs> but uh you know, it's always good to have an extra set of eyes out there, you know. So when you come over off the off the field, um you know, I encourage those guys, let me know what you see, you know, if you see something out there that uh, we may not see on the new uh you know, swipe board. Uh,
0: yeah, what do you think of those?
1: We'll see. I haven't really got to use them the whole lot. I don't really know how to use them yet.
0: <laughs> Come on, you're tech savvy. I
1: like the old. I like the old stuff. You the like black the paper. White. Yeah.
0: Do they have that too, or no? Is that gone?
1: Did you say or no?
0: Or no. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's real Wisconsin. Yeah, it's impressive.
0: Okay, yeah. I've lived here a long time. <laughs> um, don't you know? Don't, do you see? You're getting it now too. Do you? Uh, so do you still have those or not? No, we have it's the new stuff. It's just the swipe. Yes. The the swiper. surface is that what they call this sw- the old swiper
1: yeah yeah you, you the new him. old swiper yes
0: yeah. um so so they help you on the field and then they also help you during the week Yeah, guys not the swipe yes.
1: yes both this Mr Swipe helps me on game days okay yeah. all right
0: um let's get to the scouting report on the Seahawks you've oh, yeah. a little bit about them let's do it um,
1: let's get to the ask Aaron come on that's, I know that's the we'll, good stuff this will
0: be the last thing before that and after our technical glitch we'll uh. We'll hurry up and get done for you. Um, what do you see? What's jumping out at you? You've talked a little bit about them already, about their safeties, about their defense. What do you? Uh, what's jumping out at you on film as you get ready for Thursday?
1: Well, it's it's the usual stuff. You know, they they fly around to the ball. Uh, it's the stuff that people know. You know, they they're very physical defense. They fly around. They're extremely talented. They have some depth. You know, I think that's one thing that, that gets lost from time to time. Is they have some depth. They can bring guys. In off the bench, uh, whether to to rush or uh, or linebacker, or in, even in the back end, who are very talented guys. Uh, so they're you know, they're a deep defense that uh, that flies around the ball, gets a lot of turnovers, gets their hands on a lot of footballs, and uh, now the windows are tight in the passing game, and they don't miss a lot of tackles on defense in the run game. So um, yeah, it, it's really uh, uh, it's it's all about execution when we're playing this defense. You have to stay. Uh, stay on schedule you know you have to, ha- to not put yourself in those third and long situations especially uh, up there with the noise you know it's just playing right in their hands and uh, you can't have a lot of negative negative yardage plays like we did a couple years ago with all the sacks in the first half um and uh, you have to throw the ball accurately and it's tough i mean they look what they did in the super bowl that was not a that was not a fluke that was uh, a really really talented defense uh, uh executing uh, their roles very well
0: well, let's get to your favorite part of the show—the Ask Aaron questions. You can submit them either via email or you can use the hashtag #AskAaron on Twitter. Uh, let's start with Quinn. He says, "I saw you shot a seventy-eight this summer. Is that your best golf score ever? Or have you done better than that?
1: seventy-eight? I shot that in Tahoe, I believe. I think I okay. Um, I shot that maybe the first round. It's not my best ever. No, I've shot uh, seventy before." Uh, this summer this year was not the, the greatest year of my golf career I didn't break par for the first time in a couple of years I shot Par a few times I actually had a putt for 70 uh, at Aviara, three putted for a bogey and, and for a 72 that day but, uh, but yeah I've shot 70 uh, before and 71 multiple times
0: so if you shoot a 72 and you shoot and you get a birdie on 18 to get 72 you walk off the course fast. Vastly differently than
1: than a three putt. For a three putt for oh totally seventy two. Yeah. And anybody who knows, knows Aviary out there in uh, in Carlsbad, the 18th hole is a tough hole. It usually plays in the wind. There's water on the right, out of bounds left, and I hit it down the middle with a three wood, and then had a long iron in and hit it to about 15 feet. The pin was back left, and uh, hit it past about six and then lipped out the putt for 71.
0: <laughs> How do you remember all this stuff? Whether it's plays or golf shots, what? What's your secret? Have
1: you seen that movie with Scarlett Johansson where it, people only use like 10% of their brain and she's able to use like more and more of their brain?
0: No. What movie is that?
1: I don't know what it's called, but it's about using <laughs> it's more not of your, in brain. your brain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I if I use more of my brain, I probably know what it's called, but I think I'm at about 10.2% of my brain.
0: Uh, you use more than me. Quinn Quinn also wanted to know if you had one best tip for him as a new golfer.
1: Follow Hank Haney on on Twitter. He likes so I'm not kidding. Tips? I, I follow he he'll do he'll Retweet uh, pictures that people send him. People send him a picture and say, "You know, hey, coach, what do I need to work on?" And he'll tell him. And and he's got some really good tips on there. Really? Yeah.
0: You haven't sent him any pictures of your swing.
1: No, I've actually played with him. A I few was going to say, yeah. you know him, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, Adam says, "What is the best memory you have from a season opener?" And that's including high school and college.
1: We played uh, West Hills when I was at Butte College. Here we go again. Uh, from the uh small town of Kalinga, California. West Hills actually came up to playoffs. was my first game. Um I was in a I was locked in a uh a quarterback battle uh throughout training camp and uh and actually edged out the guy at the start started the game. First drive we go down and we ran a sprint left um and I threw a pick. And it was uh it was my first drive my call screw I threw a pick. It was a bad one. Uh we ran like um h corner I think it was or so we had like a like a you know a sit route, a corner route, and the inside guy was kind of clearing out. I oh, don't know the outside guy was clearing out, and I and I the, he fell off and picked off the corner route. And in the next drive, we went down there, and we called uh, Utah, which was a um, uh, uh, creative play. It was um, what do we call it? It was basically we had the the backup quarterback came on the field and it trips for me to the left. I threw a backwards pass, so he threw it back to me for a uh, a screen. So I threw it left. I actually saw. Uh, Who ran that? Uh, Tell me what the... um, Who was that? Uh, One of the teams I watched this weekend actually ran the play. Threw a backwards pass. He threw it back to me, and I had basically a screen, and I walked in the end zone for a 14-yard touchdown. So my first touchdown of my uh, collegiate career at junior college was uh, actually a reception. It's my only all-time reception TD, non-flag football, obviously.
0: You have a reception in the NFL, though, right? You have a didn't you have a deflected pass? Yeah, caught? I think
1: I've got a couple, maybe, maybe just one.
0: Um, so that's your favorite opener of all time? Yeah, we
1: we went on to win. I had three touchdowns and we we won, and then I basically won the job the next week when we when we played Fresno.
0: How about that 08 opener? That was a pretty good one, huh? Considering everything that had gone on.
1: First of all, it's my ask Aaron questions, so I'm gonna answer them how I want to answer them. Yeah, that was a good one too, though.
0: It's just a follow-up, man. 2002,
1: Uh, Butte College. uh, Shane asks, Do I keep going?
0: Am I I interrupting? That's it. Uh, Shane asks, AJ Hawk flew with the Blue Angels this past spring. Would you like to do that, and do you think you would get sick like he did? Yes,
1: I definitely would, a lot quicker than him probably, and it would be uh, probably miserable from really early on for me. I, up have, for like I have like 40 some, minutes. Yeah, I, I get definitely some motion sickness. So, uh as, as exciting as it looks. It would be a lot of a lot of puking for me.
0: So that's a no. You will not be doing it.
1: Yes, that's a no.
0: Uh a couple more. Jordan says, "What happened to the mustache this preseason?" Now, you you had kind of a beard going, but there was no like there was no fun facial hair experiment, right?
1: I will always be a fan of the mustache. Sure. Especially Sam Elliott. Yes. His version of the mustache. Yeah.
0: But it hasn't served
1: me that well the last few years. So. What do you mean? I'm just. That's. So you're not say.
0: superstitious, are you? You had the mustache when you broke your collarbone?
1: The mustache hasn't served me as well as it has in the past. Okay. I'm still a big fan of the mustache. But I, you know, I just went with a beard this year.
0: How do you anticipate denim uh, serving you this year?
1: We'll see. I'm trying oh. to see how how we're going to be able to weave that into a, some sort of Super Bowl connection. The Arizona
0: Gene Company. <laughs> uh, for the last time,
1: I just gonna. You know, this is a fact. Okay. <laughs> never, once, and never will anything that we choose to theme dress up for the welcome back luncheon never ever has it or will it. Be connected to the Super Bowl in any way possible. This has always bothered
0: you. For those folks who don't know this, this started in 2010. You wore the ball. No, it started before that. No, the idea that it was being attached to the Super Bowl. The idea, yes. And that was erroneously reported by some, uh, including your coach, and it had nothing to do with that. So last year in your red, white, and blue attire, that had nothing to do with I said the
1: end. The end. Never once did it. Or will it have anything to do with the Super Bowl So where did you
0: get the jean gear?
1: Uh, the Our beautiful uh, mall we have here. Matt gave me the hat. He had, uh, he, uh, I think uh, his wife had picked up the hat. Uh, so Matt had loaned me the hat. I found the bolo tie, thankfully, the night before. I was really excited. Uh, I didn't know where, where it had gotten off to.
0: That was the one you wore in 2010 to the luncheon. I'm not sure. You have that many bolo ties, it's hard to keep them I to
1: had a them few long. back then. I think most of the guys kept them. Had to go <laughs> to Appleton. them all for Had them. to go to Appleton to get the bolo ties. I mean, this is... <laughs> ah.
0: All right. Uh, last two. First one from Brian. Uh, what was the most fun thing that happened this year in the dorms during training camp?
1: I don't know how much we can um, admit to here when there's uh, pranks being pulled. Uh, uh, Give us something. Well, I just want to, on behalf of my teammates, because obviously I wasn't the ringleader on this, but on behalf of my teammates I want to apologize to the uh, St. Norbert cleaning staff and and any uh, person that stays at those norms this year who might have any type of uh, carryover from any of the things that happened there. On behalf of my teammates I want to apologize for that. But there may have been uh, uh, small uh, insects, uh, released into various rooms of young players at one point. So
0: are they the same ones that have been flying around the offices up here with the fruit flies? No. Different different insects?
1: Yeah. These are uh insects that uh lizards enjoy eating.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh and our last question goes to Misty. Um what is your favorite yoga pose? Mine is Savasana? Is that right? Am I saying that correctly? <laughs> no. Hey, not all of us do the hot yoga that you uh, did to lose 11 pounds from what I heard.
1: You're on one today. You really are on one. It's I think amazing. we're both in a mood. Yep. Um, so anyway. Warrior two all the way.
0: What is that? What, th- what is that?
1: We don't have the camera here, so I can't.
0: Okay. I'll take it I mean, the,
1: the child's pose at the end is great because, you know, you just completed, uh, you know, Especially when it's hot yoga, it's you know it's it's a workout, but uh, yeah, get in there warrior two, then go to star pose, boom, back to warrior two. Oh yeah.
0: Serious question, honestly, you think this is a good thing? This is really going to help you. What With the yoga? You talked a lot about it. In the, people asked you a lot about it in the off season. Was it overblown, or do you think it really has some value?
1: I think it, it was uh, misreported that that's the reason I lost the weight, but uh, I believe that increasing just for any person increasing flexibility increases years on your active life so i would encourage anyone to do any type of you know yoga pilates workout you should run or walk you know just in general being active is going to is going to increase you know those fun active years of your life but for me you know i think the older you get, the more body maintenance you have to do to stay in the same shape. And I was actually just talking to Wood recently, um, and, uh, when he, when we played the Raiders, and, uh, he, he looks great. He looks like he's in incredible shape. But I know, you know, when he was here, that the time he put in working on his body, and it, and it just, it's, it becomes a natural part of your, uh, your progression as an athlete and, and your uh, preparedness, I think, uh, for the season or for for the week. You know, body maintenance is important, and for me in the off season, it's important to, to work on my flexibility. I think that's uh, to be able to play the way I want to play, where I'm moving around uh, when the play breaks down and able to make things happen with my legs and my arm. Uh, I just thought it'd be a, it'd be something that could really help, and and it was uh, it was great.
0: And somebody who's never done it before could still benefit. It might be a while before they learn how to do everything, but uh, there's value in that.
1: Yes, just keep your shirt on, probably for a while.
0: That's a deal between you and I. We will uh, we will do this again next Tuesday. I'm sure that it will go just as swimmingly as it did today.
1: Are we still on? Great. <laughs> okay, I think we might be. Not sure.
0: <laughs> I'm going to blame the sound guy, even though it's not really his fault. This has been. The Aaron Rodgers Show.